The Robertson County High School Football Show is brought to you by Springfield Carpet One. Whether you are in need of new hardwood, luxury vinyl, tile carpet, or laminate, Springfield Carpet One has everything you need for your next flooring project. Thomas Drugs. Since the early 1900s, Thomas Drugs has served the Robertson community for all of their prescription needs. Stop by and see their friendly staff and grab you a Sunday at their ice cream parlor today. Old Hickory Credit Union. Whether you need to open a checking account or are interested in taking out a loan or mortgage, Old Hickory Credit Union can help you every step of the way. Countryside Outdoor Power Equipment. Countryside Outdoor Power Equipment is the one-stop shop for all of your outdoor needs. Select Physical Therapy in Springfield. Select Physical Therapy provides inpatient and outpatient rehabilitation services in Robertson County. And the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, here are David Wilson and Brady McAtamney. Welcome in to the Robertson County Football Show. This is a weekly show that we'll do every week of the football season. I'm excited to be doing this. This is my first year with The Connection as the sports reporter for Robertson County. Got to meet a lot of you so far um, through the first couple weeks of the season, so I'm excited to be doing this show. Uh, joining me will be Main Street Clarksville sports editor Brady McAtamey. He's going to do a great job up there as well. He's been doing it for such a good, been long time up there in Clarksville, so I'm happy to have him along. Brady, how you doing? Doing good, David. Thank you for the kind words. We're excited to be doing this show. Uh, Robertson County deserves a great show like this, and we're excited to bring it to him. Yeah, let's hop right into it. We had a lot of intriguing matchups in week one in Robertson County. Where do you want to start? Yeah, I mean, perhaps most intriguing was the Springfield Greenbrier game. Of course, the Yellow Jackets emerged victorious in a tight game, 20 to 10. Our Springfield High School football segment is brought to you by Countryside Outdoor Power Equipment in Springfield. They are a one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Stop by and see their inventory or give them a call at 615-384-7660. Springfield picked up its 10th straight win over Greenbrier on Friday night. Uh, can they sustain that typical level of success moving forward with a relatively young and experienced roster? Yeah, Friday night was really interesting in Springfield. We had two different dynamics going on out there at Springfield where you have a Springfield roster that's young. You have a new quarterback and junior Parker Betts only making his second career varsity start on Friday night. And, you know, Greenbrier was an experienced team with leaders of Nolan Carson, Travaris Flood, who are seniors who helped lead Greenbrier to their first playoff appearance since 2017 last year. So for Springfield, it's interesting. You know, they're young. And when I was talking to Dustin Wilson on the sidelines after the game, he said the jitters were there for our guys. You know, I was just happy to see them settle down in the second half and really late in the fourth quarter and just kind of eke out a W against their uh, Robertson County rival. But for Springfield, the offense started off great. You know, Parker Betts was able to lead them down the field. He had a really good connection with wide receiver Jabralyn Ellis. Those two hooked up for a 27-yard touchdown pass in the second quarter. But their offense kind of started to tail off towards uh, the end of the first half. Parker Betts was intercepted by Greenbrier defensive back Nate Castleman. And then in the second half, really, and mainly the third quarter, Springfield's offense just really couldn't move the ball. It became a defensive struggle and a lot of three and out. So can Springfield sustain this moving forward? That's to be determined. You know, they're playing a really tough region that's going to have a lot of great outside competition. You know, they have a non-region game this week against Clarksville that we'll get into later. But it's still to be determined on this Springfield team. Their defense was nasty. It was rock solid. 
on Friday night. They really were the difference. Hayden Reynolds on that side of the ball had nine tackles, really the leader of that young Springfield defense as well. But they're young all over the place. So can they sustain it moving forward? That's something we'll have to see moving forward. But, I, you know, I never question Dustin Wilson's teams. They're so consistent every single year in what they do. So Springfield is going to surprise some people this year despite a young roster. Good idea to not question Dustin Wilson. That man, he knows what he's doing. Uh, let's move over to the other side of that football game. Greenbrier, who, of course, lost to Springfield 20-10. to 10. Our Greenbrier High School football segment is brought to you by Old Hickory Credit Union. Whether you need to open a checking account or are interested in taking out a loan or a mortgage, Old Hickory Credit Union can help you every step of the way. Visit their branch in Greenbrier or give them a call at 615-847-4043. Now, Greenbrier and Springfield, they were tied at 10 in the fourth quarter. How close were the Bobcats to pulling off that upset? Yeah, I knew it was going to be a different type of matchup early on in this game. Greenbrier wins the toss on the road and elects to take the football. You know, as I mentioned just moments ago, Senior quarterback and Nolan Carson, all-region selection from last year, all-region selection, a wide receiver with Travaris Flood. Greenbrier came in well-prepared under John Elmore. They were enthusiastic about this opportunity. They could, you know, sense blood in the water with Springfield. So Greenbrier came out ready to play, and they moved the ball somewhat well on their offensive drive to start the game, got two first downs before they got bogged down in Yellow Jacket territory by a couple penalties. But, you know, they were able to capitalize and force turnovers. Springfield had three turnovers on Friday night. One was on the opening uh, punt. Um, Springfield muffs it inside their own red zone. Green Bay Briar is able to recover, kick a field goal, and get their first points since 2018 versus Springfield. The difference, though, in this game was Greenbrier's inability to cash in on some mistakes for Springfield. You know, in that first quarter, you get a fumble recovery inside the Green or excuse me, the Springfield 10-yard line, you're not able to turn that into seven. And kind of Dustin Wilson, I mentioned that on the Springfield side, you know, us being able to hold them in those turnover scenarios, those change of pace kind of moments, and hold the Greenbrier offense down, that was really the difference in this game. Nolan Carson of Greenbrier was kind of held in check, 5 of 15 passing, only 76 yards, one touchdown. So they could move the ball somewhat well in the first half, they had a big pass play between um, Carson and Tavares Flood for a 67-yard touchdown to kind of answer a Springfield drive in the second quarter. But after that, it was just rough sledding for the Greenbrier offense. But, you know, their defense really kept them in the game, as I mentioned just moments ago. They really bogged down Parker Betts in that Springfield offense late in the first half, getting an interception. And then through the third quarter, the Greenbrier defense was able to force three three-and-outs for the Yellow Jackets. So Springfield's defense and Greenbrier's defense both came to play in the second half. The difference, though, was Greenbrier's inability to cash in on those turnovers. Springfield was kind of able to wear them down. You know, John Elmore mentioned after the game, we had three of our starting offensive linemen banged up late in that second half. Nolan Carson was seen hobbling and kind of banged up. Late in the fourth quarter, he was slow getting up after a couple Yellow Jacket sacks. So Greenbrier was really close, close to pulling the upset. They're going to be a really talented team and a team to watch in their region this year. They'll bounce back this week against Portland. Yeah, you love to see a competitive game. Speaking of competitive, let's move on to White House Heritage. They just beat Harpeth 29-21. And uh, our White House Heritage high school football segment is brought to you by Springfield Carpet One in Springfield. Whether you are in need of hardwood, luxury vinyl, tile, carpet, or laminate, 
Springfield Carpet. Springfield Carpet One has everything you need for your next flooring project. Stop by their showroom or give them a call, 615-382-7190. Scott Murray, new head coach there at White House Heritage, got his first win with the Patriots on Friday night. Can the Patriots be contenders in Region 6-3A? I think they can. You know, you're very familiar from the Clarksville area with Scott Murray, his time at Clarksville Academy. You know, in talking to him in the preseason, he's trying to change the culture up there in White House, change the idea and the culture and the mindset of his players. You know, they're coming off a one and nine season last year. They're about to equal their win total from 2022 in just the first week of the year. You know, White House and excuse me, White House Heritage rather in Scott Murray, they're going to make some noise this year in their Region 6-3A. Xavier Murray was the starting quarterback for White House Heritage on Friday night. That was a question mark moving into the year. Who was going to be the starting quarterback for the Patriots? Murray was solid in his first varsity start. He's just a freshman, so he has so much room to grow for the Patriots. He was 5 of 12 passing for 58 yards and a touchdown. But the main story was running back Adrian Bonilla. You know, Scott Murray had mentioned to me this offseason that he was going to be a player to watch and he sure had a monster game for the Patriots on Friday night 19 carries 158 yards three touchdowns he also had a reception for 35 yards he was the difference maker in this game White House Heritage was able to jump out early against Harpeth and kind of hold on late but they have all the makings of being contenders in that region you know they'll have the next couple weeks to get ready for region play they don't open region so they play against Cheatham County in week four, I think. So they'll play against East Hickman this weekend. We'll dive into that matchup later. But I like what I saw from White House Heritage. They're only going to continue to get better. Obviously, Scott Murray is an offensive guru. Had DJ Merriweather last year at Clarksville Academy. He was able to win Mr. Football up there. So he knows how to run an offensive system. It's just I, building the culture there, getting the players to buy in, and they have so far. So they're going to be a team to watch in Robertson County. Indeed. Speaking of teams to watch, East Robertson, they got their first win of the season, beating Liberty Creek 42-20 to on Friday night. Our East Robertson High School football segment is brought to you by Thomas Drugs and Cross Plains. Since the early 1900s, Thomas Drugs has served the Robertson community for all of their prescription needs. Stop by and see their friendly staff and grab you a Sunday at their ice cream parlor today. I love ice cream. East Robertson got off to a roaring start offensively thanks to big performances by Isaiah Groves and Casey Young. Uh, what makes the Indian offense so dynamic, and who was their biggest offensive X factor moving forward? The East Robertson offense has no secrets about them. They like to get downhill in that running game. That offensive line is nasty. They get after you. They absolutely mauled the Liberty Creek defense. 345 rushing yards for the Indian offense on Friday night. So, And they're so dynamic. They have so many players on the offensive side of the football that can hurt you. Obviously, we mentioned Isaiah Groves, 21 carries. On Friday night, 210 yards, two touchdowns um, running. One, he also had one through the air. So um, he's so talented offensively. Also, his brother's on that offense, Elijah Groves, seven catches on the outside, 71 yards and a touchdown. They're able to get after you in so many different ways. It's so dynamic. That offensive line um, is so talented. They are beefy up front. They're physical, and they like to get after you with uh, the downhill running game, but they also had the speed to set the edge and get around the perimeter. So they're so good offensively. Chase Brooks does a great job in year two up there and cross planes. The, the main X factor moving forward is Kaysen Young. You know, Kaysen Young is a freshman quarterback leading that East Robertson offense. He looked good 
really good on Friday night. He was 11 of 15 passing for 118 yards and two touchdowns. He also has the ability to hurt you with his legs. So he's a guy to watch, you know. It seemed like the theme in Robertson County for the entire offseason was the quarterbacks, you know. So East Robertson last year had Colin Cook, who was an all-region selection last year, helping lead that East Robertson team to a quarterfinal appearance in the TWSA playoffs. They decided to go with the freshman this year, and he's dazzled so far. He looked good against Kirkwood in the preseason. Um, in the Jamboree as well, he looked good against Hendersonville. So he has the ability to command this offense. So this offense, the sky's the limit. They're going to put points on the board. But how far can they go moving forward? That's going to be predicated towards Kaysen Young and his ability to command that offense and put the players in the right situation to make plays moving forward. That East Robertson defense, um, they return nine of their starters from last year's roster. They're another team that likes to get after you. They're a hard-hitting bunch. Dallas Caffrey in the middle at the linebacking position. Wyatt Pearson on the defensive line. You have Zach Rose, who's going to be a future D1 high school, excuse me, D1 college football player. He already has an offer from Tennessee and Josh Heupel. They're able to get after you in so many different ways. They're long, they're athletic, they're beefy up front. And then you got Elijah Groves on the back end. The Kentucky commit had an interception on Friday night, had nine tackles free for loss. So they're able to match you up and they're able to get after you with pressure from their front seven and they're able to defend on the back end. So they're going to be a hard team to stop offensively and they're going to be a hard team to score on defensively. So Chase Brooks and the Indians, they have the magic potion going up there. They have athletes all over the field and they play Houston County this week as we'll dive into in a short while. They'll keep it rolling. We'll go to our first break here on the Robertson County Football Show. Afterwards, we'll talk about White House and their win over Portland on Friday night. And we'll go dive into Joe Burns' opening week defeat against McEwen at home. If you're in the market for new equipment, come to Countryside Outdoor Power Equipment in Springfield. We are your one-stop shop for all of your outdoor projects and needs. We have a large selection of Echo Power Equipment and a full line of bad boy mowers and tractors. We also have a broad inventory of outdoor storage buildings and provide maintenance and small engine repair on most equipment. We also carry a large line of mower engines and parts for great financing options. Stop by Countryside Outdoor Power Equipment today. At Old Hickory Credit Union, we're member-owned, not-for-profit, and eager to serve our Robertson County community. Since 1934, we have strived to provide our members with a safe, reliable place to take care of all their financial needs. From checking accounts to loans to mortgages, we're here to help. Credit unions have to constantly adapt to meet the needs of an ever-changing market. However, one constant will always remain, and that is the service we provide to our members. Stop by our Greenbrier branch today. If you're in need of new flooring, look no further than Springfield Carpet One, Floor and Home. We have a showroom filled with a wide range of flooring options, including hardwood, luxury vinyl, carpet, laminate, and tile. Our expert team is here to provide advice and guidance to help you find the right flooring for your needs. With special financing available, you can buy now and pay over time. Stop by our showroom today or visit our website at carpet1springfield.com. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. 
Thought I could hold my liquor. Welcome back into the Robertson County Football Show. I am David Wilson. I'm the sports reporter for The Connection. This is my first year in Robertson County. It's been a pleasure so far getting to know you over the last several several weeks. I'm looking forward to meeting so many of you at the the football field, the volleyball court, the soccer pitch, um, the soccer field. It's so warm and welcoming from you guys in Robertson County. I've thoroughly enjoyed to get to know you. For this football show throughout the year, Brady McAtamey from Main Street, Clarksville. He's the sports editor up there. He does a phenomenal job covering Montgomery County. He'll be joining me for our weekly wrap-ups and previews of the upcoming weeks of matchups. So, Brady, we're moving right along. I know you want to talk about Joe Burns and first-year head coach Justin Robinson. Yeah, indeed. Joe Burns took a loss against McEwen 27-14 in their first game this year. The Joe Burns High School football segment is brought to you by Select Physical Therapy in Springfield. Select Physical Therapy provides inpatient and outpatient rehabilitation services in Robertson County. Give them a call today at 615-384-3836. Now, Joe Burns quarterback Amari Cotton made his first career varsity start in Friday's season opener. Uh, how did the junior uh, QB fare in that first career start? Yeah, Amari Cotton, the dual threat quarterback, as I like to say, the lefty slinging quarterback. He's a junior as you mentioned, made his first career varsity start um, on Friday night versus McEwen. He looked okay. You know, the Green, Greenbrier, um, I don't know why I said Greenbrier. Amari Cotton looked good Friday night against McEwen in the first half. The Red Devils were able to score two touchdowns in the first half, but they kind of bogged down in the second half, were shut out by McEwen, couldn't put any points on the board offensively. Amari Cotton was... 11-27 passing for 82 yards and a touchdown. He was able to hook up with all-region um, selection from a year ago, Reed Blumel, in the first half to get the Red Devils on the scoreboard. He was also 9-92 of 92 rushing, so nine carries for 92 rushing yards. He had a long touchdown run in that first half. You know, his ability to be dynamic in the run game and the pass game is going to be the difference between a solid season for Joe Burns this year or a – you know, a disappointing season. He's so dynamic. He has the ability to make all the throws. He has a strong arm. He also can beat you with his legs. So his ability to distribute the ball on the offensive end to Reed Blumel, to Mike Malachi Rivera, that's going to be a difference for Joe Burns and how far they can go this year. Um, they placed the McEwen team that had beat them last year. So this wasn't a surprising first-week loss for um, Joe Burns. I know it was disappointing. Justin Robinson has high hopes for this team. He feels like he really can change the culture up there in Cedar Hill, they're a talented group. They're playing guys on both sides of the ball. So you obviously had to think in the early stages of the year, they kind of wore down um, defensively in the second half with guys playing multiple positions on the offense and the defensive side of the ball. As we uh, will talk about in a few minutes, I'll travel up to Kentucky against Ballard Memorial this week. Look for that team to continue to evolve in a first-year system under um, a first-year head coach and Justin Robinson up there in Cedar Hill for Joe Burns. But they're going to continue to improve. They have talent. Obviously, all-region selection, as I mentioned, and Reed Blumel, another all-region guy, and Malachi Rivera. They'll figure it out on the offensive side of the football, and they'll play better football moving forward on the defensive side as well. Yeah, let's move on to the closest game in Robertson County from this past week. White House beat Portland 7-6 to in a barn burner. Our White House High School football segment is brought to you by Springfield Carpet One in Springfield. Whether you are in need of hardwood, luxury vinyl, tile, carpet, or laminate, Springfield Carpet One has everything you need to, for your next flooring project. Stop by their showroom or give them a call 
71-90. White House's lone touchdown came on their first offensive possession last week. How can the Blue Devils improve heading into week two? Yeah, you thought you had a barn burner and a defensive slugfest with Laverne and West Creek on Thursday night. Well, this was ours in Robertson County and White House area on Friday night. This battle between White House and Portland was a defensive slugfest, turnovers galore in that game. Both teams turned the ball over three times offensively. You know, that was the difference in this game. You know, White House's defense was able to force turnovers late and early at the same time to kind of keep themselves in this ball game and earn the week one victory on the road at Portland. What can they do moving forward? It's take care of the football. You know, Michael Albin um, rushing, had the first touchdown of the year for White House, their lone um, touchdown on the first possession. They were able to move the ball down the field with quarterback Tanner Hayes. They have to take care of the ball moving forward if they want to be able to compete in Class 4A this year. They made the jump from 3A to 4A. They competed in the same region as Greenbrier, as Pearl Cone, as Marshall County. You know, quality football teams that you can't afford to turn the football over again. So Ryan Hamilton and his group have some things to improve on this week. Ball security is going to be one of them. It's going to be hot on Friday night in White House as they welcome in Liberty Creek, who's going to be licking their wounds from their first week loss against East Robertson. Got to take care of the football on Friday night. It's going to be 101 degrees, expected temperatures on the sideline. So it's going to be hot. You have the ability to lose concentration and focus. So can White House recover? Yes. they got to be able to take care of the football offensively. They, uh, they have some talented guys. Um, Jaden Schultz on the outside was able to haul in a big pass from Tanner Hayes on that first opening drive to be able to push the ball down the field and cash it in the end zone. But White House has to take care of the ball offensively and defensively, continue to pick up their offense and make plays and make stops. They were able to pick up the first uh, win of the year against Portland and Hunter Hicks and their ability to play good, solid defensive football and kind of stymie the Portland drives as they got into Blue Devil territory. We'll take our second break of the show as we roll on along here in the Robertson County football show. We'll preview some upcoming matchups of next week. We'll also do our player of the weeks, and we'll do some matchups we're interested in in the game of the week. So we'll move right along here after this commercial break. If you're in the market for new equipment, come to Countryside Outdoor Power Equipment in Springfield. We are your one-stop shop for all of your outdoor projects and needs. We have a large selection of Echo Power equipment and a full line of bad boy mowers and tractors. We also have a broad inventory of outdoor storage buildings and provide maintenance and small engine repair on most equipment. We also carry a large line of mower engines and parts for great financing options. Stop by Countryside Outdoor Power Equipment today. At Old Hickory Credit Union, we're member-owned, not-for-profit, and eager to serve our Robertson County community. Since 1934, we have strived to provide our members with a safe, reliable place to take care of all their financial needs. From checking accounts to loans to mortgages, we're here to help. Credit unions have to constantly adapt to meet the needs of an ever-changing market. However, one constant will always remain, and that is the service we provide to our members. Stop by our Greenbrier branch today. If you're in need of new flooring, look no further than Springfield Carpet One, Floor and Home. We have a showroom filled with a wide range of flooring options, including hardwood, luxury vinyl, carpet, laminate, and tile. Our expert team is here to provide advice and guidance to help you find the right flooring for your needs. With special financing available, you can buy now and pay over time. Stop by our showroom today or visit our website at carpetonespringfield.com. 
It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. Welcome back in to the Robertson County Football Show. I'm David Wilson, sports reporter for The Connection. That's Brady Magatami. He's the sports editor for Main Street. Clarksville does a phenomenal job up there covering Montgomery County. Make sure you read some of his articles and check out his coverage throughout the fall season for football. Obviously, Brady, we got some interesting matchups and some marquee matchups going on in week two in the Robertson County and Montgomery, Central, Montgomery County area, rather. What are some matchups that you're looking for? I know there's one particular Robertson County team and one uh, Montgomery County team that you got your eye on this week. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, that Clarksville High versus Springfield game, man, it's, it's the 100th meeting between the two teams. Uh, they've got a lot of fun stuff planned for that game, including a brand-new trophy that they're going to introduce for the matchup. Of course, if that trophy were around, it would be in the hand of Springfield from the last couple of years. So we're going to see what happens there. Of course, we both have our uh, picks uh, out there for you guys to go and check out, see who we think will be taking home Metro for the first time in the Centennial matchup. Uh, but, David, I know there are plenty of other games in Robertson County this week, so why don't you uh, kind of give us a little look? Yeah, I'm going to pick up right where you left off. The battle for the bridge, as they like to say, the 100th all-time meeting, as you mentioned, between Clarksville and Springfield. Talking to Dustin Wilson on Friday night, he's really excited about taking his Yellow Jackets up there on the road against Isaac Shelby and the Wildcats. You know, Dustin Wilson had all the praise for Shelby's group. You know, the talented group, obviously coming off a week one win against Montgomery Central, 56-0. So the Yellow Jackets are going to have to play well if they want to pull the road win. What can they get from Parker Betts, from Jabralyn Ellis, from Jaden Hurst on the offensive side of the ball? And that can, can their defense, led by Hayden Reynolds, um, who had nine tackles, as I mentioned earlier, this past week, can they continue to stand up and pick up their offense uh, if they somehow happen to give them bad field position or if they turn over the football. So that's going to be a great matchup. I know that's one that you'll have coverage and photographers out there for, so we're ready to see that coverage on Friday night. But as we move forward, you know, there's several great matchups going on in the Robertson County area. Obviously, Greenbrier coming off the week one loss to Springfield. They host Portland, the Portland Panthers, and head coach Hunter Hicks, who's in his first year there at Portland. They host Portland this week. Greenbrier looking to bounce back in week two. And the main question for Greenbrier is, is can they get healthy in week two? Obviously, we mentioned that several offensive linemen, starters for them that are going to be key players moving forward, went down in the Springfield loss in the second half. Nolan Carson was seen kind of banged up and shaken up in the second half. He was slow um, off the carpet um, on a few sacks in the second half. So can they get healthy this week? Can they recover against a Portland team that is coming off a loss that's going to be looking to rebound as well? I like Greenbrier in that matchup, their ability to play good defense and continue that over from the Springfield game. They'll be able to force some turnovers against Portland and, you know, as I predicted, pick up a win here in week two to get even in 500 for John Elmore. Moving right along, White House is going to have their home opener of the year coming off a week one win against Portland. They host the Liberty Creek Wolves who are 0-1 coming off a home loss to East Robertson. And the key for White House is being able to run the football. East Robertson was able to get 345 yards of rushing 
offense on the ground against the Liberty Creek defense. If White House can be able to move the football through the run game, take care of it, not commit three turnovers on the offensive end, then White House will be in prime position to go 2-0 and to start the year. Once to keep an eye on for Liberty Creek or running back Mac Tuggle. He had a good game last week against East Robinson, then quarterback Brian Rager. So, Rager, sorry. But, um, you know, for East Robertson, they were able to run the football against Liberty Creek, look for White House to do the same. White House, obviously, they're making the jump from Class 3A to 4A. Another good opportunity this week to get off to a good start and go 2-0 and to start the year with head coach Ryan Hamilton. Moving right along, Heritage and Scott Murray welcome in East Hickman this weekend. They're looking to build off last week's win against Harpeth, looking to go 2-0 and and eclipse their win total from a year ago. I'm rolling with the Patriots and Scott Murray. Look for them to continue off their performance last week and feed Adrian Benilla. Obviously, he had 19 carries for 158 yards last week and three touchdowns. So look for him to continue to move forward, to feed them, and look for Xavier Murray to continue to make just enough plays for that Heritage offense to put them in the right position um, schematically and get them in the right checks and right formations to move forward to uh, lead the Patriots to another win here in week two at home. Moving right along, East Robertson's back in action this weekend. They'll host the Houston County Fighting Irish. And, you know, Houston County hasn't won a varsity football game since 2020. East Robertson has talent galore on the offensive and defensive side of the football. This one's going to be interesting, to say the least. I don't want to put any bulletin board material on the board for Houston County, but East Robertson should be the clear favorites and this one looked for them to feed Isaiah Groves early, Caleb McNeil. You know, those two really formed a good dynamic one-two punch for that East Robertson offense. You know, Groves had over 210 yards rushing last week, two touchdowns running, one through the air. McNeil had 10 carries for 81 yards and two touchdowns as well on the ground. So look for East Robertson to continue to run the football. That's the identity of their football team. Chase Brooks and Hayden um, Coach Hayden out there do a great job of just getting downhill, running the football as well. So they make no secrets about it. They want to establish the run early and look for them to put another good performance this week against Houston County. And then final matchup is Joe Burns going on the road to face Ballard Memorial in Kentucky. I'm expecting Justin Robinson and Amari Cotton, that offensive group of the Red Devils, to bounce back this week. Cotton's ability to run with um, his legs and extend plays, um, also on the read option as well, and his ability to pass football. Look for Joe Burns to run it a little bit more this week. 27 passes is a lot in week one. They didn't really show the ability to be efficient in the pass game, only 11 to 27 passing. But they have weapons galore on the offensive side of the football, Malachi Rivera, Reed Blumel, and then obviously Amari Cotton's ability to make throws um, in the short passing game and then use his legs to extend plays and on the read option. So look for Joe Burns to bounce back in week two against Ballard Memorial. Ballard Memorial is coming off 42 to zero loss against South Fulton um, a week ago. So looking for uh, Justin Robinson to pick up his first win as the um, Red Devils head coach. After this commercial break, we'll have our final segment of the show. We'll have our player of the week awards for week one, and then we'll have our game of the week for week two moving right along. If you're in the market for new equipment, come to Countryside Outdoor Power Equipment in Springfield. We are your one-stop shop for all of your outdoor projects and needs. 
We have a large selection of Echo Power equipment and a full line of bad boy mowers and tractors. We also have a broad inventory of outdoor storage buildings and provide maintenance and small engine repair on most equipment. We also carry a large line of mower engines and parts for great financing options. Stop by Countryside Outdoor Power Equipment today. At Old Hickory Credit Union, we're member-owned, not-for-profit, and eager to serve our Robertson County community. Since 1934, we have strived to provide our members with a safe, reliable place to take care of all their financial needs. From checking accounts to loans to mortgages, we're here to help. Credit unions have to constantly adapt to meet the needs of an ever-changing market. However, one constant will always remain, and that is the service we provide to our members. Stop by our Greenbrier branch today. If you're in need of new flooring, look no further than Springfield Carpet One, Floor and Home. We have a showroom filled with a wide range of flooring options, including hardwood, luxury vinyl, carpet, laminate, and tile. Our expert team is here to provide advice and guidance to help you find the right flooring for your needs. With special financing available, you can buy now and pay over time. Stop by our showroom today or visit our website at carpetonespringfield.com. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. Welcome back to the Robertson County Sports Show. Here with Brady McTamney, that's me, the Montgomery County Sports Editor. That's David Wilson, the Robertson County Sports Reporter. He's brand new here, but he's doing a great job. And he's here to give you a Player of the Week as well as a Game of the Week for this coming week. So, David, what do you got? Yeah, Brady, this one was really hard, choosing a Player of the Week for Week 1. Obviously, my heart goes out to White House Heritage, able to equal their win total from a year ago. They were 1-9 in 2022. They picked up the week one win against Harpeth with first-year head coach Scott Murray out there at White House. I'm going to give them the honorable mention for player of the week. It's Adrian Benilla, the tailback for the Patriots, 19 carries, 158 yards, and three touchdowns on the ground, leading Heritage to a 29-21 victory over Harpeth in week one. The player of the week award for week one is going to go to Isaiah Groves of East Robertson, 21 carries on a Friday night for 210 yards, three touchdowns, also had 15 receiving yards in their week one win, 42-20 to 20 on the road at Liberty Creek. Isaiah Groves, our Robertson County football show, player of the week in week one. As we move forward, the game of the week for week two is none other than the Battle of the Bridge, the 100th all-time meeting between Clarksville and Springfield. That is our game to watch here in Robertson County for week two. Dustin Wilson and the Yellow Jackets are 1-0, heading up to face Isaiah. Isaac Shelby and that Clarksville team, they're also 1-0 coming off a win against Montgomery Central on the opening week of the year. That's our game to watch. Can the Yellow Jackets get it done with a young team, an inexperienced roster, still learning um, on the levels of the varsity football circuit? Can they continue to go 2-0 to start the year? We'll see. Honorable mention of the week is Greenbrier versus Portland. John Elmore's Bobcats looking to bounce back from a week one loss on the road at Springfield. They'll look to win their home opener against Hunter Hicks and the Portland Panthers. That's our honorable mention. On Friday night, 
I'll be at White House High School as they welcome in the Liberty Creek Wolves. Ryan Hamilton looking to go 2-0 and for the Blue Devils as they made the jump from Class 3A to 4A this year. Be a no better start for them in a tough region that features Pearl Cone, the defending state runner-ups, Robertson County rival Greenbrier and Marshall County. It'd be no better start for Ryan Hamilton, the Blue Devils, to start 2-0 and for the year. So that's what I got this week. Um, Brady, looking forward to see the action this weekend. I know we have a lot of um, great football games in the Mid-State area. Happy to have coverage for you. Where are you going to be at this weekend? Yeah, so anyone in the uh, Montgomery area, you can find me at Kirkwood High. We're also going to have coverage, of course, from the Battle of the Bridge. Jimmy Troglin will be there. That's a veteran name in the Clarksville area, so folks familiar with him will be able to see his coverage from Springfield versus Clarksville High. So we're going to be all over the place. Yep. Appreciate you joining me for the this show this year. Excited to have you on and introduce you to our fine readers and um, subscribers in the Robertson County area. That's it for the week one show here in Robertson County. I'm David Wilson. That's Brady McAtemi. We're looking forward to seeing you on the field soon. You've been watching the Robertson County High School Football Show with Robertson County Connection Sports Reporter David Wilson and Main Street Clarksville Sports Editor Brady McAtemi. Read this week's Robertson County Connection for all the latest news about Robertson County High School sports. The Robertson County High School Football Show has been brought to you by Springfield Carpet One, Thomas Drugs, Old Hickory Credit Union, Countryside Outdoor Power Equipment, Select Physical Therapy in Springfield, and the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest on Robertson County football.